It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Welcome to another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts, and even some of them are on TV all across the country. I bring it all to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. There's a lot going on this week. Coach Pete DeRuta talks about a steady, reliable, repeatable income stream in retirement. Joe Murphy recaps the debt ceiling bill and the subsequent reaction. Jay and Brittany Hagee. They did a deep dive on the emotional component of planning for retirement. Richard Pelletier shares a personal story about not taking the first offer. Mal Mason and Che Kyle outline just how indexed universal life insurance can be a great tool in your retirement income plan. All of that plus, Gary Nolan takes us on a journey highlighting 1991. But first, a look at the week that was. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. That was the week that was. It started well, the S&P is the big story today. They closed above that magic number of 4295 on Thursday. And as I write this on Friday afternoon, they're settling in at 4315 give or take. But technically, that says it's the end of the bear market. The longest bear market since the 1940s. Whew, what a relief. So part of the reason is outsized gains from key companies like Amazon, Tesla, NVIDIA boosted the S&P recently. Yeah, NVIDIA did. Wow. Leading to a 0.6% rise in the broad index. So let's see how long it lasts. Could it be another 10-year bull run? Uh, we can dream, can't we? So what about that trillion dollars of treasury bills? Well, concerns are mounting on Wall Street regarding the potential impact of approximately $850 billion in postponed bond issuance. J.P. Morgan analysts anticipate these bond sales to take place between now and the end of September. There is apprehension that this surge in supply could overpower buyers, leading to market volatility and an increase in short-term borrowing expenses. Meanwhile, in the office building world, over the next three years, around $1.5 trillion in commercial mortgages will mature. That's reported by TREP. A significant number of commercial landlords who obtain these loans are at risk of default. Now, this is partly due to the loans being interest only, with the full principal amount becoming due at the end. Normally, owners manage to repay this debt by either securing a new loan or selling the property. However, with higher borrowing costs and lenders becoming more hesitant to refinance these loans, the likelihood of many of them going unpaid is increasing. We'll see. The Supreme Court anticipated to make a ruling this month regarding the Biden administration's proposal to forgive up to 20 grand in federal student debt for millions of borrowers. Now, while the White House expresses confidence that the program is valid, there are private concerns within the administration that the conservative majority on the court may reject it. And I'd be remiss if I did not mention the PGA Tours deal with Live Golf. Kind of a big deal. The PGA Tours partnership with Live Golf, backed by Saudi Arabia, will put sponsors in a challenging position, according to marketing executives. 
Now, the agreement, which resolved ongoing legal disputes, has the potential to disrupt the golf industry's peaceful image. Now, sponsors and affiliated companies will have to make decisions regarding the inclusion of their logos alongside those of Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, set to become a top corporate sponsor of the PGA Tour, as stated by Commissioner Jay Monahan to players. That is going to be a mess, no matter what. And how about this? A German man with 24 prior convictions admitted to selling marijuana as a means to support his retirement income. Despite facing charges for drug trafficking, the 82-year-old defendant received leniency from the court due to his age and declining health. The judge issued a stern warning, though, highlighting the seriousness of the offense, granting the man his 25th chance. But we all know about retirement, it's income. Just saying. And finally, when do parents cross the line trying to help their kiddos? This is the definition of helicopter parents. Now, these anxious parents who guided their kids through various stages of life, including education, the challenges of the pandemic, and now they're taking it a step further by contacting hiring managers, submitting job applications on behalf of their children, and even involving themselves in workplace conflicts. Can you believe that? Now, human resources folks, well, they're unimpressed. With this level of parental involvement, I can't imagine that happening I can't imagine doing that with any of my kids. Can you? Whew, that's some crazy stuff there. Well, let's get this pizza cooking. Coach Pete DeRuta up first with a clip from Financial Safari. Here, Coach, along with Thomas Lipscomb and Jackie Selby, are talking about creating consistent income in retirement. Nobody knows what's going to happen the next day, so you can be a futurist, but you, you can be an observer. So I observe, and what I see is a constant tug of war between risk and safety. Yeah. And it shouldn't be, Thomas, because everyone listening should have risk and safety in their portfolio. The number one thing that most people don't have is an income plan for retirement. Mm -hmm. We have an income plan when we're working. Of course, you have a salary. That's your income plan. If you don't like it, you go somewhere else. If your employer doesn't like you, you go somewhere else. <laughs> so your income plan disappears. One thing we can't have in retirement, we can never have our income plan, number one, disappear, or number two, be worth less than it was the year before. In other words, your yes. income goes down. Of course, your account value will go down when you're taking money out unless you have a miraculous account that always recovers. But the, the, the number one income plan we see, even if the account goes to zero, you still get your income for the rest of your life and the rest of your spouse's life. So think about that, Thomas. A lot of people, it doesn't resonate with this because you go down to the bank, taking money out every month, you're in retirement five, six, seven, 10 years, 15 years down the road, you go to the bank, say, give me that same amount of money I've been getting every month. And what does the teller do? They give you a dirty look. <laughs> because why, Thomas? Zero there's, there's is, no not, money left. <laughs> is in your account. Yes. So that's not a retirement plan. That's a gamble plan. Yeah. And, and, and I just said bank account. So how can a bank account be a gamble? Well, if you're trying to get yearly or monthly income from an account that goes down in value to zero, you're not going to get income anymore, mm. except if it's in a specialized income plan. And Thomas, that's why Wall Street doesn't really like the income plans, because you could take money out of the Wall Street, and Wall Street makes money when money is in Wall Street. Mm -hmm. They don't make money if it's on a different street. <laughs> there you go. And so you put it into Income Street, and Wall Street doesn't like that. Well, everybody's looking out for number one at the end of the day. We should as well with our own retirement plans, and that's why I think it's important to connect with an advisor so you're not just running through the S&P, you're not just running through your company's 401k, but you have someone who, who is helping you, who is assisting you, who is educating you about the process and making sure uh, that you have those right connections and that you're getting the right plan in place. Again, we are here with 
with best-selling author coach Pete Deruda. If you want to have a question featured here on the program, call us right now, 800-661-7383. We'd be happy to help you in any way we can and potentially feature you here on the program as well. Yeah, we've got a really good website too, Thomas, for all information. You want to see videos, calculators, financial calculators, want some articles, some information, some worksheets, some guidebooks, you name it. Go to yourmoneydesk.com yourmoneydesk.com uh, great site what, anything else that I did I forget anything to mention there probably did so many great things on there what I love over there is our retirement help center videos are there we are releasing new ones every couple of weeks and we have a lot of great content in these videos check it out yourmoneydesk.com coach and your advisor doesn't want you to go to yourmoneydesk.com I guarantee you <laughs> depending if they are a fee only advisor it doesn't and matter what are, kind of advisor they are woo. Thomas most advisors are not income planners specialized designation by the American College Retirement Income Certified Professional. That's yeah. what I am. Aren't many of them out there. Make sure yeah. your advisor is if they're talking about retirement with you. If they're not an RICP, you might want to actually talk to one who is. RICP, Retirement Income Certified Professional, something you should ask your current advisor about. You can hear Financial Safari on WTKK 106.1 FM in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can find the podcast anywhere you get a podcast. If you want to learn more about Coach Pete and the team, just visit PeteOnDemand.com. That's PeteOnDemand.com. Pizza! Joe Murphy is next with reaction to the debt ceiling deal and what it could mean down the line. Well, you know, we did, it was called kicking the can down the road and uh, President Biden did sign off the, on the debt limit deal over, over last weekend, um, finally brought that saga to a close <laughs> and, and it was a saga, oh, gosh, you know, yes. the, the catastrophic outcome projections and, you know, the fear that was going out there. Um, it does bring forth one concern for me and that's liquidity and I'll get into that, but let's take a look at it at the overview of this debt ceiling. You know, I think a lot of people like to, to be informed and maybe not not the news this day and age is going to give us all the correct information. On this show, we're going to give you the data. You know, my opinion's my opinion, but I want to let people know the facts of what this debt ceiling um, really included, what they both signed off on. And it did have bipartisan support, you know, miracle, but they had to do it. You know, <laughs> our government would have been in deep, serious trouble without this debt ceiling um, agreement. So number one, it, it suspends the debt ceiling until 2025. Remember how we were saying kick the can down the road, Steve? Yeah. Yep. Um, so where does this conveniently fall outside of what year? The election year. So this uh, next presidential election will not have to deal with a debt ceiling crisis. Sure. And I think that was intentional. Oh, and I that's think why so we were, too. Yeah, Steve, that's why we were saying kick the can down the road. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of good things in here, though. It caps discretionary spending for the next two fiscal years. Um, so, you know, we're looking at military spending. Discretionary is going to be capped. I think it was like $889 billion, um, which is a good thing. So we don't want the frivolous spending especially the way the economy has been acting as of late. Um, it's also going to alter work requirements for certain government assistant programs. We were talking about the SNAP refinements, and right. it looks like that that's part of the legislation as well. Um, here's one interesting one that we didn't mention last week. It's going to rescind $29 billion in unspent COVID aid funding, which I think is, is positive. Um, that was already starting to be earmarked for another program, um, and that's going to be rescinded, which is nice. Um, it's also going to include a handshake. Get this, Steve. I love this part. A handshake agreement to reduce IRS funding by $20 billion over the next decade. So handshake agreements in Washington. Steve, you tell me, what do you think? I, just, I ain't buying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have liked to see the ink dry on that part. Yeah, but, uh -huh. you know, 
when this first came out, the IRS, you know, there was there was stuff floating around, you know, with ammunition. I think a million dollars in ammunition was bought and it was audit, audit, audit. Look, you know, tax rates are going to be increasing in the future. We're 99.9 percent sure of that part. Um, you know, to have a punitive collective IRS makes sense. And, you know, the excess funding is going to get the people that they need to do that. And where does where does this government always go to get tax revenue, Steve? What part of our segment or what population do they always look at? It's what? The middle class. Yep. So, you know, our, our, our IRS representation business will probably be a boom and we will keep Amber busy. So, you know, when it comes to planning for taxes and planning for your future, this is where a fiduciary and a firm that understands tax efficiency and tax code really comes into play because no one knows what's going to come out of left field, um, what type of legislation, but we know tax rates are most likely headed up. Now is your time to plan. And that's something that we do for our clients. So definitely include it. Um, okay. So we also have, it expedites the approval of the Mountain Valley pipeline. We were talking about Mansion last week out of West Virginia. I think uh, he's a huge proponent of this. So mm -hmm. this is going to be more on the energy side. It's going to institute a handful of energy permitting procedural tweaks. Um, I didn't really dive into that, Steve. So uh, it's just a line out there. I'm not really sure about the yeah. details on that. We'll, we'll take a look at that as more information comes out. Um, here's one that's really interesting, especially the economic environment requires an end to the student loan payment moratorium is currently constructed. Um, as we know, we're a few short months away from the resumption of student loan payments. Um, that is going to have a tremendous impact on the liquidity in our economy, um, the affordability of things, because people are going to be obligated to pay those student loan debts. And, you know, that's going to come out of the, the pockets of discretionary pen, uh, spending on consumer goods. We're going to have tighter pockets because these loans are going to be forced to be paid back coming up here very shortly. It's going to have an impact. You know, there's a lot of student loan debt out there, Steve. So the resumption of these payments is going to have an impact. And, you know, we have to be prepared as an economy and as a, a country. And uh, last year, I'm going to mention it includes a mechanism intended to force congressional passage of the 12th annual appropriation bill. So a little bit of Kickstarter on there for the last thing. So overall, I think we have we had a lot of posturing on this debt ceiling. Um, the global importance of treasuries, though. Um, in our financial system. It provides or takes away from the liquidity in the market, in our financial systems. Um, I think it's way, way, way more important than the drama of the debt ceiling. And, and I think, you know, these budget decisions are very important, um, but we have to ditch this back and forth crud. Um, you know, it really, all it does is create animosity. You know, our leaders really need to, to focus on doing what's right for the population here in America as a whole and, and create good legislation for the overall population. Is mm -hmm. that going to come to fruition, Steve? I don't know. You can catch Joe's show, Wealth Health Radio, Sundays at noon on AM 560, The Answer, WIND Chicago. You can also find his podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Visit the website to learn more mwmfinancial.tax mwmfinancial.tax Pizza! Next up is the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. The pair did a deep dive on the emotional component of planning for retirement. Brittany and Jay speak on the value of having a financial plan to guide you through the common emotional knee-jerk reactions folks encounter along that road to retirement, bringing some humor to the conversation with an analogy from the sitcom The Office. 
the value add of a financial advisor if they're giving good advice and helping you work through not making emotional decisions. Yeah. I know, Chrissy, you uh, especially like watch The Office, right? Oh, <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. So we like The Office. And so there's one episode that came to my mind that Michael Scott is listening to the GPS and he drives into a lake. <laughs> the machine knows. And, so, <laughs> and so, and so, literally, the machine was telling him to go up and around and get on the right road. Right, the plan was saying get on the right road, but he was feeling like, no, it's telling me to turn right, right here, <laughs> not up and to the right. And he ends up going with his feelings, and he drives into the lake. Okay, <laughs> he so, does. We can't have people driving into an emotional lake with their finances and their financial picture. We got to make sure that we're following the plan and the guidelines set in front of us, even when the market's volatile, even when it looks like the seas are choppy. We have to make sure that people aren't following their emotion because they'll end up driving their car into a lake. You can't do that. And so we have to make sure that we put a good plan together for folks. And that's why you need a financial advisor. You need a financial advisor for a lot of reasons because there's a lot of things that that we don't even know that we don't know, right? My job is to teach others as they come in here. Here's the things you don't know to ask. Mm -hmm. And here's what I'm going to show you, you know, and, and if someone's not doing that for you and helping coach you through that, from that point on, you don't even know what risks there are out there because they haven't been described to you, number one. But secondly, my job with the clients that I work with is to help them stay focused keep the plans, keep the plan in front of them, stay on the plan, stay on track, keep encouraged that things go up and down, but we have planned for this. We have a plan in place, even for the volatility and don't get emotional and drive into the lake. That's what we help with. Which is really hard to do. It's really hard sure. to separate your emotions, especially when it comes to your money, because those are so interconnected, right? But when we have someone to kind of help us stay the course, to really keep our focus on where mm -hmm. we're headed, not the storm that we're in, but keep ourselves focused ahead, that really makes a difference in the overall picture because it prevents us from making knee-jerk reactions right. out of emotion that are to our detriment. But it keeps us it keeps us working towards the goal and not moving backwards because we're afraid. That's where the professional comes in. That's where we come in to, to come alongside you and to help you with those things, help you navigate. Brittany and Jay Hagee can be heard on WCLE and WFLI in Chattanooga, as well as on podcasts wherever you get yours. Contact the team at allonplanning.com. That's allonplanning.com. A-L-L-O-N-P-L-A-N-N-I-N-G.com. Pizza. Gary Nolan has fired up the Wayback Machine. It's ready for a journey. Going to take us back to 1991. Gary, go. Through the years. Let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1991, and in January, a U.S.-led airstrike begins in what's known as Operation Desert Storm when Iraq refuses to withdraw from Kuwait. It was just over 90 minutes beyond President Bush's deadline for Saddam Hussein to leave Iraq that U.S. warships and planes launched the opening salvo. The United States and the Soviet Union agreed to the START-1 treaty during July. U.S. President George H.W. Bush and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev both signed the treaty agreeing to reduce the number of nuclear warheads each country has to 7,950. Jeffrey Dahmer is arrested on July 22nd 
after the remains of 11 men and boys are found in his Milwaukee, Wisconsin apartment. Police found parts of bodies, leading them to believe the man they arrested is a mass murderer. Freddie Mercury, the lead singer of the band Queen, issues a public statement confirming that he is stricken with AIDS. On Saturday, November 23, 1991, he released a statement to the press acknowledging that he had AIDS. A little over 24 hours after issuing the statement, Freddie Mercury died. He was 46 years old. The Dow Jones average topped 3,000 for the first time and closes the year at 3,168. Yearly inflation is 4.25%. Interest rate, 6.5%. Cost of your new home, 120,000. Your income, a little under 30,000. And your rent, about $495. Gallon of gas was $1.12. Big movies that year were Terminator 2, Robin Hood, and this movie. Why don't you look at yourself and write down what you say? Maybe you're frightened. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Silence of the Lambs, starring Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster, winner of Academy Awards in all major five categories. So let's grab a little Chianti and head back to the present. We've now arrived back in the present. Hope you enjoyed the trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Now it's Richard Pelletier telling a story about how we perhaps shouldn't accept the first offer. Let, let me give you an example of, of ignorance. Uh, uh, we recently uh, had a fellow in the house uh, to give us an estimate on replacing the floor of our living room uh, and our master bedroom uh, in our winter home, I should say, in, in, in Florida. Just an example. Uh, follow this process. Fellows in the house spent most of his time measuring. It's a very unusual floor plan, but only about a half an hour talking about pricing, which is what we're looking for. The price on this carpeting, which is 1,100 square feet, listen to these prices. 18,852, uh, they hold that price for 30 days. But if we made a decision today, $16,094. I'm looking at the bid quote in writing. It's only a couple days old. Wow. Told them, no, we're not going to make a decision. We want at least two contractors. Uh, we're looking at different types of flooring. So he picks up the phone, calls his manager. You know what happened next. Oh, manager sure. says, okay, 11690 Understand we've gone from 18852 in 15 minutes with one telephone call down to 11690 <laughs> wow. I said, sorry, we're going to stick to our guns. We are going to make two bids from two different vendors uh, we're not going to do business today. All right. So he's walking out the door, informs his manager that he's walking out the door. He says, okay, give him a quote of $9,500. Oh my gosh. I'm not done. The next day at 10.01, I get an email from the firm reducing the price to $8,996. <laughs> Goodness. Talk about stupid. All right. Whoa. From 18852 in 24 hours down to $8,996, $10,000. And you say to yourself, how many people in my neighbors went for the $16,000, went for the $11,690, or went for the $9,500? Answer, many, many. Okay? So uh, when it comes to financial decisions, it sometimes plays uh, to take it slow uh, and methodical and ask good questions. Well, and apparently that's what you have done, and that's a lesson we can all learn from, Richard. Yeah, well, again, sometimes it plays to be dumb, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, that's just, that's just remarkable to me. That is amazing. 
Certainly something to think about, too. Hey, don't forget, you can catch Richard and the Financial Safari Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. Learn more by visiting the website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. Pizza! We've got one more clip, and this pizza will be complete. And for that, we meet Mal Mason and Che Kyle. Their show, Iron Plan Radio. Here, Mal talks about indexed universal life insurance and how it can be a powerful tool in your retirement income toolbox. Um, Indexed universal life is an asset class that is overlooked by a good number of people, but not the wealthy. They understand the value of legacy. They understand the safest place to store your money. Um, So that book is a an elementary look um, at the at the basics of how that works. T- too often, you know, people want to get bogged down in that conversation. So real real quick, I'll give you a, a little one-and-a-half, two-minute summary right sure, there. Sure, great. Love it. Index Universal Life gives you the opportunity to participate in the same um, type of equity returns that you get in the open market. <clears throat> but they do that without your money ever being in the market. What they do, what the insurance company does is they buy a index option for the index on your behalf. Your money's sitting in the guaranteed interest account. Never in a bad year will you lose a dime of principal. That's very important because, you know, if you look at the S&P 500 over the last 20 years, the rate of return is just over five. And that's because you have to factor in the negative years. If all those negative years were zeros, and not negatives, what would the average rate of return certainly be higher, would it not? It would. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that that's the point. That's the first part, is that it gives you an opportunity to participate in the market, which outpaces inflation, should anyway. It gives you an opportunity for a competitive rate of return. And people say, but it's, it's very cost prohibitive. Well, each of those carriers provide exactly what those costs are. And, and I find that almost always it's three and a half to four times interest credited from the insurance company greater than your expenses. If you're able to make four times the interest that it costs you to be involved and you can outpace inflation and you can take in, income tax free income via loan privileges, where else can you control your tax bracket, protect your money? Store your money safe from creditors in the state of Texas and Florida. Mm-hmm. And let that set in a minute. Store your money safe from creditors. Okay? So there's there's five things there, and the fifth one being, how else are you going to leave your kid five or six times what's in the account? Mm-hmm. So you, it's a legacy. It's capital preservation. It's a growth-minded investment strategy. It avoids taxes. Oh, and the last thing. Positioned properly, the death benefit can also be used as long-term care, which no one can afford in retirement. Of course. So it's a great asset class for the right person. Again, you know, there's not a wealthy family out there that doesn't buy life insurance on their children. They get it. They're creating wealth 70 years from now. So while everybody's criticizing it, the wealthy are sitting around with their mouths shut and they're buying policies regular on new children 
every day. Mm-hmm. So there must be something to it, Steve. There's got to be something to it. Yeah. And, well, and you- that and that book that book breaks it down in layman's terms, where you could actually go talk to an advisor and say, you know, I like that. That's some good information about something that could be a big benefit in our retirement and income plan. Join Mal and Chase Saturdays at 9 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM 1270 and 103.3 FM. You can also find the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Visit My Iron Plan to learn more. That's MyIronPlan.com. So that's it. Episode 193 of Financial Pizza is cooked, or should I say, edited, mixed, and processed, ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country and in podcasts and on TV. And I bring it to you every week, hot, fresh, and 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, subscribe to it. Make sure it gets put in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, now anywhere you get a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure and rate and share the podcast. There's plenty of pizza to go around. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 600-700. I've also got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes with the podcast. If you want to reach me, Steve at financialpizza.com. I want to thank Chrissy Paradis and Gary Nolan for contributing content for today's show. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall, and originates from the palatial studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. I do appreciate it. Going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza! Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.